Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 127. Add it again. <laughs> What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. Yes, it's now September 8th, 2022. And what is happening with all of you out there? I hope everything is going well. Um, I've got a lot to get into and I've got a lot going on right now. So before I get any of that started, let me start off by saying... Thank you. Thank you to all my new subscribers out there. That's right. Oh, I got to say it right off the bat. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm super pumped. I'm excited. And it's because of all of you that I keep coming back week after week. So keep it up. Keep it going. Keep sharing because it's working. And I appreciate all of you for it. Um If you are new to the podcast, that's right. You just stopping by, you checking it out, hit that subscribe button. All right, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Yes, smash it, lick it, stomp on it, whatever you're going to do. Just be clicking it. All right, if you're stopping by, just checking it out. That's the one thing I'm asking you to do for me. Of course, you can also uh, hit the thumbs up if you enjoy the videos. And, of course, share, rate, and review the podcast. All of that helps it grow and puts it into the algorithm, helps it get out there. So be doing all of that. Uh, I thank you, and I greatly appreciate everybody who subscribes to the podcast. I mean, a thousand times over. Um, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. That is the official email of the podcast. So if you want to get your opportunity to ask questions, get advice, or become a guest on Talking with Topher, well, then send in your email. That's right. Send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And uh, you're going to get your opportunity to ask your questions and or become a guest on the podcast. All right. So go ahead and do that. Uh, And if you want to follow me, I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok and Facebook. I'm on social media. Go and give a follow. Um, I greatly appreciate it that as well and now with all of that out of the way let's get into today's episode how is everybody doing it has been crazy here this morning already and i uh let, let me start out with uh the simple fact that i'm taking my mom out to lunch yes super excited about it uh because this is her birthday gift and i've come to realize that even though i can't do this every holiday um, I'm thinking I'm going to do it once a year for them. You know what I mean? Like on their birthday, uh, take them out to lunch, spend a couple hours with them, uh, eat some food, have some good conversation. And, uh, I think that is the most valuable gift I can give my parents. You know, it's taken us a long time to get to where we are today. Mostly, almost all my fault. Um, but So a lot of rebuilding, a lot of uh, going over things and a lot of trying to figure out how to give them a great gift. Uh, But the only thing I can get them is uh, me. You know, I give them my time, give them my uh, uh, energy, I guess. I don't really know what the word is I'm looking for here, but I want to hang out with them. I want to spend more time with them because I realize now Coming into age 43, that uh, time is what's the most valuable um, to me today. So I'm going to take my mom out for lunch. I did it for my dad on his birthday. Of course, it doesn't line up on the birthdays, but 
it's okay to do this, you know? Um, I think a lot of people think, oh, well, if I'm going to take my mom out for a birthday, it's got to be on her birthday, or I can't do it. And it's, no, 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 no. Give them the card, go see them on their birthday, and be like, hey, look, I know that today doesn't work, but how about in the close, near future, I take you out for lunch instead of giving you a gift because I don't know about anybody else, but my parents basically buy themselves whatever they want. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not going to be able to find a better gift than what they're already purchasing for themselves. And I think as we all get older, this becomes more and more true. Um, you know, I buy myself all kinds of shit all year. My wife is like, I can't ever buy you a gift. And I'm like, nah, I don't need a gift. I just need to hang out and spend time with you. That's the most important gift. So as we get older, we come to realize that material things are not as valuable as I once thought they were. Um, but as you know, it's not going to be the same for Christmas and any other type of holiday coming up. It's just it, once a year, I want to put a little bit of extra effort into spending time with them and, you know, talking to them and getting their stories and hearing stories of the past and stuff like that, because those are all things that one day I will not be able to get or hear. Um, so I don't want to miss out on it while I still have them here. So those are the things that I'm looking forward to uh, right now as of things that I'm dealing with. I'm taking in water again. Yes. So I've got two drains that face the road, right? The front of my house, you would call it. And both of them are uh, digging their own path. And now the water, the cement that was supposed to push the water away is all leaning towards the farmer's porch. That's right. Everything is sunk. Everything is leaning towards it. All the concrete's cracked. And now the things that I have to help the water get further away from my house are actually the things causing my house to fill up with water. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. So I think I got an idea of how I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go buy some extended gutter things. I don't know what the hell you call them. Don't care. Already know what they look like, so I know what I'm looking for. Uh, but I'm going to have to go buy them. I'm going to have to throw them on top of my lawn, and then I'm going to have to figure it out later because I have literally been downstairs for over an hour in total now. It's been three times. I got a fan going. I got a squeegee. I'm, I'm just pulling water and pushing it towards the only hole that I have in my basement uh, where the water can get in and out of the house. Uh, well, not in and out, but like I have a place where I can dump the water. It's where the water main comes into the house, and there's still dirt there. They didn't cover it because if the water main ever leaks, they want the water to be able to be soaked up into the dirt, which is underneath my foundation. So that literally makes no sense of why you would want water to go there because if it washes out the dirt underneath the foundation, then you're going to have a major, major problem but I don't think that was the thought when they were doing this. They were just like, if the water main breaks, we don't want your basement filling up. And this subtracts that, which back in the 1900s was probably true. I just found out my house is 122 years old. So I've got a lot of fucking shit going on in this house that is very difficult to deal with. I've gotten the water on the opposite side of my house to stop coming in. So hooray for me. I got one. Now I'm going to go, I'm going to get these things. They look like uh, you, you, you pull them and they go on the end of your gutter. And I'm going to have to get like two 10 footers and I'm going to have to get like a fucking six footer or something. And I'm going to have to replace all three because all three of them are too short and they're just causing so much damage. So right now I got a lot of water coming in, like I just said. And I'm hoping by the time I'm done recording this, I don't have a full pond downstairs to squeegee up. But I've got to stop and I've got to record this because, like I just said, i got to go take my mom out to lunch. So I don't have much time today, you know. And this is my recording day and this is what I'm going through. And I have to say that taking in water in the basement is super frustrating. It makes me angry. Um, but I'm just dealing with it in the best way that I know how. I keep pushing the water off. Uh, I keep soaking it up. I've got a basic idea of where this water is coming in. I got some good ideas on how to stop it, but
but guess what? There's no way to stop it until it stops raining. So now I've got to kick it into high gear. I just got to get something to help divert the water. And then as soon as I get this all situated, I'm going to figure out how to fucking fix this permanently. You know, I don't know. There's got to be stuff for the concrete that I can use. There's got to be foam filler that can be used on concrete. There's got to be stuff that I can use because I don't, I can't lay concrete. I'm like no good at it. You know what I mean? And I know that's not going to help that much. So I got to figure a few things out here and um, I'm sure I'll get to the bottom of it, but it's still Going downstairs, having a squeegee, having to dry everything up, getting the fan going, and then going back downstairs 15 minutes before I come up here to find the exact same amount of water downstairs is just so frustrating. You can see it trickling in, and I'm like, I'm going to put, I got like a metal snake. I'm going to put it in that hole, and I'm going to see if I can shove it all the fucking way up underneath my porch. And if I can, maybe I can take a, like a tube and put it in the dirt and maybe fill that up with like foam and maybe plug up the hole that way. I don't know. I got some ideas going on in my head. Probably none of them will work. If you work concrete or foundation, let me know because I I will tell you, this is like one of my biggest fears that I've been fearing for a, at least over uh, almost a decade and now it's coming true, and I can't seem to stop the water, so I am freaking out a lot. Speaking of water. God, that's good. That is good water right there, liquid death. I'm killing my thirst with liquid death, and I'm also killing pollution with cans, not bottles. Fuck you, plastic. Um... But yeah, so that stuff is going on. I'm I'm trying to uh, figure this all out right now. Um, I will have to say that the week at work was great. Um, I had nobody walk into that pole. I was super pumped. Super pumped to see a couple people that have walked into it before turned around and stopped themselves before they walked into it. So I'm going to... Yep, uh, good old pat on the back there. I stopped people from smashing their face into our support pole. Um, I was super excited about it. <laughs> I mean, just to see them realize that there was a pole there, I was like, yeah, I did a good job. But uh, the week of work went just as well as it always did. I actually got all my orders in this week, uh, some back orders, some mistakes again, but everything went really well. Um, so nothing really too crazy to talk about there. What else happened this week? Um, I guess, uh, I missed a great seminar at PMA Derry, uh, New Hampshire, and they are closed for Labor Day. So we'll be back on the mats Wednesday. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, uh, graduate, uh, getting, I don't know if you call it. I guess they graduated. Yeah, they went from brown to black. Uh, a bunch of people getting caught up on their stripes. And Professor Raphael giving a great seminar on uh, some butterfly techniques. So I was super pumped to learn a lot of that when Tyler came over the house on Friday. Um, and we went over some of those butterfly uh, sweeps and attacks and um, just... It was awesome. It was awesome for him. It was like I was there because of, you know, just because of being in school for so long that when Tyler was telling me all about this, I felt like I was there. And then, of course, I see pictures and stuff like that. So, um, but I wasn't there. So, I, you know what I mean? Uh, but I was there in spirit because I was at work going, man, I wish I was at this seminar right now. I know it's going to be a good old time. You know, but uh, learning the butterfly sweep, and I don't use butterfly guard at all, I'll be honest. I actually was kind of going over it by myself when he left, and I was like, man, when are you, is this, like, transition, bef like, they're still on their knees, so when are you getting in butterfly? 
So I'm gonna have to figure this out. I'm gonna I want to add it into my game, and I'm not. It, it's not there because I mostly spend a lot of my time entering uh, to the side. So I don't enter head on because I got not reprimanded, but I got spoken to about uh, going up against larger guys, and I would just go straight in. And professor's like, um, I don't know, motorcycle and a truck. You're the motorcycle. What are you going to do when you're going straight after that truck? I go, I'm going to steer around it. He goes, cool. Why do you keep driving into him then? And I was like, oh. So ever since then, I enter differently. I don't enter straight in. I enter the side. I do this. I do that. I'm doing other things because he was like, why are you, why are you doing that? You're, you're on a motorcycle and you're trying to drive through a Mack truck. Like it's not going to work. And now with this butterfly uh, technique, I was like, oh, well, this would actually allow me to enter right in. So I'm kind of going to play with it. I've been thinking about it for the past couple days, um, going over a few things in my own mind. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this next week, you know, or this week. Uh, but yeah, it was really, really awesome to, uh, have him come over and, uh, we got to work on that and I got to hear about everything. And so I'm excited for everybody, all the Browns turning black, all the blues turning purple, all the purples turning brown, um, and everybody in between getting their stripes and moving on up. Uh, you know, I just want to send out a congratulations to all of you out there. I think it's amazing. Um, and I love being uh, part of it, um, even though I couldn't be there. I was there with you in spirit, I promise. So let's take a quick break, and I'm going to tell you all about my sponsors. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or click the link in the description below the video. It's just that easy. And now... Before you check out, you're going to want to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get 10% off your purchase. I absolutely love this website. They have the most amazing products I've ever seen. They've got all new hats, all new shirts, all new kids' tees. Speaking of kids' tees, the kids are going back to school. Did you get them new clothes? Well, if you did, you got them at the wrong place. You should have gotten them slow down clothing. Yeah. You want your kids to be the cool one in school, right? Have all your friends be going home and, Mom, Mom, I saw Tyler's shirt. and Oh, my God. It's a little monkey. and he, Oh, I loved it. Yeah, we got to go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, Mom. We got to go. We got to get these shirts. That's how I'm going to be the cool kid in the class. And this goes for all of you out there as well, and even not in school. You want to wear the dopest clothing ever? Tattooed inspired prints, amazing skateboards, sweatpants, sweatshirts, board shorts, towels. They've got it all. They've got everything. They're always putting out new and amazing prints. Their quality is top notch. That's right. The shirt wears out before the colors do. It's amazing. And I will tell you firsthand that is some of my favorite clothing I've ever worn. But you can only get this stuff right now, right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And before you check out, remember to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get 10% off your slowdown purchase today. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And we've got everything you're looking for. So feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. Are you looking for new vapes? Are you looking for all the coils? Are you looking for vape juice that's flavored, maybe menthol? Huh? hard to get these days more and more states keep putting on flavor bands but not in us in here in new hampshire that's right we got all the flavors we got all the menthols we've got it all and i've got it all in stock for you today 
Maybe you've got an older device we might have coils for, but I will tell you this much right now. If we have the product in our store, we've got all the coils for it right now, especially if it's brand new and it just hit the market. We've got them. I have had a lot of people coming in the store lately looking for products that nobody else has. Well, you, I guess you can find them right here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I am so happy to say that. Um, our stock is always up. Our D8 is selection is giant now. That's right. I've got the Goliath coming from Savage. It's going to have two cartridges in it with a battery. We've got loose leaf. We've got pre-rolls. We've got chillums. We've got cartridges. We've got everything you are looking for in the D8 world. We are carrying it now and forever. Just more and more exciting things coming to New Hampshire Vape Gallery every day, every week. And I'm super excited to share it all with all of you. So come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Are you looking for the best organic products ever? Well, Natural Boss has them. That's right. You're looking for an amazing beard oil? I know I was. And now, it's amazing. My beard is because of that oil. And then, of course, you got a foot and body soak, which I'm telling you, it melts those stressful days away. What? You have cracking skin? They got a salve. That'll help with that. And then, of course, if you don't have cracking skin... Well, then use the body balm or the lip balm, and that's going to keep your lips or your skin nice and moist so that it doesn't crack. And all of these products are available right now at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. So go support small business, buy amazing organic products, and don't just buy one. Buy all five today. All right, and we're back, and it's time for Topher's Topics. Yes, Topher's Topics. I've got some good ones this week, I think. Uh, There is some crazy, crazy shit going on in the world. All kinds of stuff happening. Random people dying, and I'm telling you right now, we are going to see more and more of this as everything continues. This is so crazy. Uh, so Bed Bath & Beyond is tanking right now. Um, they're closing 150 stores right now. They're closing them. They're done. Um, and now the executive of Bed Bath & Beyond jumped to his death from a high-rise apartment balcony, law enforcement tells CNN. All right. What is going on here because the next one after this is just as insane. Let's find out why this guy uh, decided to jump, you know, and maybe his death is a little bit of a tell on why the company shutting down 150 fucking stores. A law enforcement source identified a man who jumped to his death from a Manhattan high-rise as the chief financial officer of the struggling retailer... Bed Bath & Beyond. The incident happened Friday. Last week, the company announced it was closing some of its stores and laying off a large percent of its workforce, 20% of its workforce to be exact. CNN's Polo Sandoval is following developments for us. Polo, um, this is a really sad chain of events. Can you give us the latest on this? Sarah, his name was Gustavo Arnali, law enforcement source telling our colleague Bryn Gingrass that the 52-year-old was the chief financial officer for Bed Bath & Beyond and that he died after jumping from the 18th floor balcony of its luxury high-rise in Manhattan. This on Friday. Uh, the source adding that Arnal's wife, that she witnessed him take his own life. Uh, we should note that there was no suicide note that was located. So at this point, investigators what? saying that they are not suspecting any criminality. Uh, according to investigators, also SEC records showing that he was appointed to his position as a CFO 
in April of 2020, so he wasn't at that position for long. Uh, and this is happening on the heels of the business headline that we shared with our viewers that Bed Bath & Beyond has been in deep financial turmoil and recently even announced that it would be taking steps, including 20% uh, layoff of about uh, uh, their corporate employees, and also close to 150 stores being closed to try to avoid bankruptcy. And this in addition to the company sharing information that they would be securing more than $500 million in financing. CNN has reached out to Bed Bath & Beyond about this um, latest news, and we're still waiting to hear back. The medical examiner is still investigating right now, Sarah. They have not officially declared this a suicide, but again, at this point, they don't suspect any sort of foul play. It's also unclear as to whether Holy shit. It's definitely a suicide. There is no fucking foul play here. This guy was, uh, I don't know. If, if you weren't there for more than three years, you know, is he jumping to save himself? Is he jumping because he had something to do with everything that happened? And his poor wife was in the fucking room with him? He couldn't even do this on his own? He had to do it while she was in the room. So what? She's just sitting there doing her hair, chilling in the bathroom. Hey, did you hear about? Uh, what is that? What's that sound? You opening a window? And then you just hear, fuck this. Woo! And she's like got her curlers in her hair or something. And she's taking them out because it's early in the morning. Maybe she's been in the middle of brushing her teeth. And she's like, did you hear what I said? And walks out. And she just sees him boom, out the window. Oh, my God. That's got to be horrible and traumatic for her. But, I mean, why? Why is it if the company is... Claiming bankruptcy and closing 150 stores. Why are you killing yourself, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's, I don't know. I don't know if these CFOs or CEOs, maybe, maybe this is, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the people that do this to themselves are doing it because they feel responsibility for what's going on, or they don't want anybody to find out what everybody's going to find out anyways because it's so horrible. They figure if they kill themselves, then nobody will ever find out. But could you imagine that? You're hanging out with your wife, and then you just jump out the window? I mean, holy shit. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't feel bad. I'm just more like, why? What are you hiding? Because no matter what you're hiding, it's going to come out now. And then who gets the brunt of that? Well, your wife, your siblings, your spawn, you know, your kids. So I don't know. I don't know about any of this, but I'm telling you right now, this guy is obviously hiding something, which is why he suicided himself for sure. Uh, my next one is a, I don't, I'm going to probably butcher this, but I believe it's Luke oil. Um, um, uh, chairman dies after falling from Moscow hospital window. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> oh, we're going to see so much of this shit. I'm telling you, this is so crazy. This guy here. Well, Everybody's under the impression that he did not jump from this window. Ah, uh, it looks like he was thrown. So this is different, obviously, but still another high-powered person falling from a window. Uh, but this one seems like it was more uh, 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 not an accident or not suicide or this one seems more like murder right <laughs> murder right here let's find out this death is raising questions now according to russian state media ravel maganov died after falling out of the sixth floor window of a hospital a law enforcement source told ria novosti this was an apparent suicide Look Oil confirmed the death of its chairman with a statement, but made no mention of the fall, saying he had passed away following a severe illness. 
Now, one of the reasons the cause of death is being questioned is the company that Magnoff worked for. Look, oil is Russia's second biggest oil company, and it took a public stand against the Kremlin's invasion of Ukraine. In March, the board of directors published this statement, saying they express herewith their deepest concerns about the tragic events in Ukraine. Calling for the soonest termination of the armed conflict, we express our sincere empathy for all victims who are affected by this tragedy. We strongly support a lasting ceasefire and a settlement of problems through serious negotiations and diplomacy. Mm -hmm. The founder, CEO and major shareholder resigned from the company the following month. Then, in May, another Look Oil executive, Alexander Sabotin, died. Now, according to Russian state media outlet TASS, he died of a heart attack. His body was reportedly found in the home of a shaman who performed Jamaican voodoo rituals. And it's alleged Sabotin was seeking a hangover cure, mysterious to say the least. Add to that at least five more deaths of Russian businessmen this year, all reportedly died by suicides. Three are also alleged of killing members of their families before taking their own lives. Four of the businessmen had associations with Russia's state energy company Gazprom or one of its subsidiaries. What? For now, the international community can only speculate on this latest death of Lukoil's chairman. Uh, what? <laughs> They've all mysteriously died? <laughs> See? This is what people don't understand about other countries. <laughs> or at least maybe the younger generation doesn't get. <laughs> you want socialism? You want dictators? This is what you get. You get disappeared. You never get to hear from anybody again. Your family and you die without a fucking trace of anything. Why? Because this is what they are allowed to do. This is what dictators and socialism looks like. It's not pretty pictures. It's not everybody being taken care of. It's not everybody being able to go to the doctors and being able to go to school and get an education. It all comes with a price. And you know what that price is? The fact that they can wipe you off the face of this planet without anybody asking any questions. Because anybody who asks questions gets wiped off the planet as well. So... This is not surprising to me at all, but I want to bring it to you, everybody's attention because there's so many people out there that are like, this is the way we should be doing things. Look at how good they're doing it. What are you talking about? This is awful. I would rather read about a murder-suicide than read about a murder-suicide that isn't a murder-suicide. It's evident that it's not a murder-suicide, but nobody will speak against them because of the people in power will just make you disappear. So you can't fight this. So I want more young people to understand that we have it the best here in America. We have it the best. We are the most free. Even though we still have our issues, it doesn't go without saying that we've got problems, complications, and or things like this happening as well. But we are still the most free country. I know we're a young country. I know we've got a lot to learn. And I know things are not exactly the way people want them to be. But God damn it, everybody. It could be like this everywhere. You want this? You want China? You want these things? I don't understand why all of this suppresses us, uh, keeps us from being able to live our lives the way we want to day to day, and it doesn't help. None of it helps. Why is Shanghai and, and parts of China still locking down today, right? Why? There's no sense of it. All of the studies and all of the science shows that none of that works. They're doing it because they can because they can lock them down, because they can hold them in place, because they can make them suffer and make them do what they want them to do, because if they don't, they just lock them up or they kill them. So this goes without saying that if you go against Ukraine or Russia attacking the Ukraine as a Russian, you're done. It's over. They don't want to hear from you. They don't even want you to exist because what they're doing is not wrong in their eyes. It's exactly what needs to be done. 
So, but here in America, we can say shit. We can fight back by learning about what's going on and speaking of it and pointing it out. They're not allowed to do that. They will never have anybody on a podcast doing what I'm doing right now. It can't happen. So as long as we remain a free country, the fact that you get to complain about something that bothers you is actually being free. It is. Because the fact that you get to speak freely, that's what makes us free. Most countries don't get this. And as you can see, most countries don't allow it to happen at all. So keep that in mind every time that you think that America is doing so bad and we're so much worse off than most of the countries out there. We're actually doing uh, the best. Uh, We've got problems, people. We've all got problems. There are 350 million fucking people on this continent, I believe, in totality. And you can't tell me we're not going to have issues. But I think we got a lot less issues with being able to speak freely um, and speak out about things that bother us um, a lot more than any other country on the face of this planet. And, yeah, sure, YouTube and all these other platforms might be able to take us down, might be able to censor us. We might have to go to a different platform to be able to say what we want to say. But still, still, even with that happening, this country is more free than any other country on this planet. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, everything I say, of course. But at the end of the day, you know, at least I get to say what's on my mind. And I know that, you know, the government's not going to be knocking down my door and killing me, my wife, and my two dogs to make me shut up, which would happen if I was on any other uh, patch of dirt on this planet besides this one right here. So, I mean, let's let's think about this logically, people. It could be so much worse. And speaking of uh, China and all this other stuff going on, China just had a giant earthquake. Um, 21 people dead as of right now. 30 are injured, but it's going to get way worse. Uh, you know, the, these earthquakes and these natural disasters are just getting worse and worse. And now they're saying that a giant chunk of the uh, of, of a glacier is melting. It's going to add another foot of water to our oceans. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, this is horrible. This is there was a giant ice glacier on top of North America before we could even settle it. It had to melt away. So is it a bad thing that there might be more land for us to check out, uh, maybe move to? I I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's a bad thing. I I just know that this is happening, um, and not all climate control issues are our fault. This could be something that's just supposed to happen, just like the ice glacier on top of where I'm sitting right now in North America uh, in the U.S. of A. Used to have a glacier on top of it. So it had to melt in order for people to settle here. And now people are here. And now we can move all over the place because all the ice glacier melted. So is that what's happening again? So, like I said, I don't think we didn't have anything to do with the glacier melting on top of the U.S. It just melted. So, if that happened that long ago, who's to say this just isn't, I think it's Greenland's time, right? Because Iceland's green and Greenland's covered in ice. And they did that to deter people. It was a deterrent and it stuck. But if Greenland's ice caps melt, I mean, doesn't that just mean we can utilize more of Greenland? You know? I don't know. I just think that all of these things are supposed to be happening. I, 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 I will agree with you that it's probably a little bit ex- escalated because of 
uh, everything else going on, you know, humans in general, ruining the planet in general. I think we're always ruining the planet. I feel like we're a cancer of the planet, but I don't think we're causing all of this. And maybe some of this is supposed to be happening. So I don't know. Think of it that way. Maybe those caps are supposed to melt. Maybe it is. It's time. So I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on. There's going to be a lot more earthquakes. There's going to be a lot more heating up and stuff like that. I mean, look at what happened here in New England this summer. We've never had a drought so bad. Um, You know, we were promised rain 100 days. We got rain, maybe 10 of them. So this is just the way the planet's going. Uh, We'll see what happens, but... I don't think it's all bad, and I don't think it's all not supposed to be happening. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So my next one, I don't fly. I don't fly at all. Um, And as of right now, I'm basically not going to fly at all because, one, I don't need the headache of my entire vacation being ruined um, because of cancellations. And if they, and they will um, uh, say that it's due to weather, because if they say that it's due to weather, um, they don't have to reimburse you for the hotel, your rooms, and anything else. Um, but they do have to reimburse you for the flight missed, I believe. Um, there's a whole disclaimer thing, and there's a lot of bullshit going on with them right now. Uh, just canceling flights because of weather, because they can, and not paying people back for stuff that they've paid for. And it's causing a lot of problems and heartache. And with the amount of money that I've lost in general over the past years of bad investments, doctors, and everything else, cars, all this other shit that I've lost money on over the last couple years, I'm not going to take the chance on uh, losing out on a vacation as well because, man, oh, man, not only the money loss would be so painful, but the fact that I was supposed to be going on an enjoyable vacation and then had that cut short uh, would really, really probably tip me over. You know what I mean? But airplane business uh, class doors offer new levels of privacy not everyone thinks is a good idea. And I'm going to show you some pictures because I didn't even know. So there's first class, then there's business, then there's coach. Is that how they're doing this now? I don't know. I guess they're planning on adding doors and then turning the seats so they face the corner and giving everybody a little bit more privacy in business class. Isn't this nice? I didn't even know this shit existed. I guess these are the things that you walk past. I've never walked past these. Uh, They're usually all roped off, you know, Uh, but I guess this is what it would look like in the business class before the doors are closed. And then, you know, you get your little champagne and look at these. These are nice. These are nice. I'm not going to lie. Looks pretty comfortable. This is what it used to look like straight forward and back. Or maybe you can rotate the chair to do that so you can turn it into a bed. And I like how they stagger the chairs. Huh. Interesting. Oh, yeah. And there's the doors closed. I really honestly don't even know why um, they don't do this more. Like, what did business class look like before? Right? What did it look like? What was it like? I have never been there. You know, but this is uh, the straight... Back and forth. This is the angles. This is doors opening and closing. Um, so they're planning on adding it, you know, to the business class and making it a little bit more enjoyable. I, I guess. I don't know if it was. Was it less enjoyable in business class? I mean, shit, you already paid more money than coach. So you got to be doing better. You get to at least sit by yourself, but now you get angled chairs and doors. So, uh, cool, cool. I don't know if this makes a difference to anybody's flying experience, but it looks like this is what they're doing. Uh, My next one is uh, this, the Red Sea um, resting place, this 
Lockheed Martin L1011 TriStar airplane was photographed underwater in the Red Sea by U.S. diving expert Brad Hoselier. This is so creepy. It's in perfect, perfect condition. I mean, it's got some, you know, growth on it and stuff like that. But, I mean, look at this fucking plane, dude. It is so eerie. Um, I was really hoping for a video. Oh, my God. There's that creepy as fuck, dude. Look at him just in that cockpit. Look at all the fishy. That is so crazy. And now we're back into the ads. Let me. So let's take a flip through these photos here. Oh, here we go. Here's a new photo. Oh, wow. There's the back of the plane. I mean, it is. It doesn't even look broken. Wings are still intact. I am getting goose pimples right now. This is freaking, what, what is he in? Is he in one of the engines? God damn it. Why am I so freaked out by this? All right. And we're back to the beginning. But as you can see, you look at the plane. There is no brakes whatsoever. So did everybody get off of this flight? I don't know. I guess you would have to look up the flight, right? I guess it would be, uh, uh. Oh, I guess with every photo was a description of what it's talking about. So this is uh, photo two. The jet plane was placed in the waters in the Gulf of Aquaba in 2019 to create an environment to help encourage coral growth. Oh, my God, I am so stupid. The interior of the plane is... Largely intact, allowing divers to explore the cockpit, main cabin, complete with seating rows, and the gallery. Oh, my God. I'm so stupid. The Lockheed, which entered service into the 1980s and saw action with several commercial passenger airplanes, have been abandoned for many years at the airport near the Red Sea before it was submerged. Ozelier says that the plane lies at the depth of 15 to 28 meters with the plane's tail at the deepest end. The cockpit is at the shallowest part of the wreck and faces the beach at about 13 meters. After three years in the water, the plane's wings now shelter numerous soft corals the fuselage is surrounded by huge sponges populated by the variety of sea life. The adventure gives a realistic diving experience inside a real commercial aircraft. Well, there you go, everybody. I told you. I am <laughs> I'm not I'm not the smartest fucking I'm not the smartest person. Nope. Not even close. You get it every time, right, from this? Uh, this was a plane that was out of commission, and they took it and they submerged it into uh, the Red Sea to help uh, coral life and to help with the coral reef, which all makes way more sense than a plane crashing into the fucking ocean or a land of water and staying in one piece and then sinking to the bottom of it and just staying there. Um, well, yeah, placing it there for coral uh, growth and stuff like that makes way more sense <laughs> than what I came up with. <laughs> ah, shit, man, I'm telling you. Oh, boy, if I was a light bulb inside of a box, I would be the one that you take out of the brand new box, screw it in, and it doesn't light up. That's me right there. Not the brightest bulb in the package because I'm usually not working uh, right out of the package. But that is uh, Topher's Topics. That's the podcast. 
Like I said, I got to get going and go uh, have lunch with my mom. So I want to say thank you to all of my subscribers out there. You are what keeps me coming back week after week. I greatly appreciate all of you. Share, rate, and review the podcast. That helps push it out into the algorithm, and it helps make this podcast bigger, and I greatly appreciate all of everything that everybody does for the podcast. I greatly appreciate it, and I greatly appreciate all of you out there. If you are new to the podcast, remember to hit that subscribe button, all right? If you're just stopping by, you're checking it out, hit that subscribe button. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It is the most important thing that you can do for me um, because this is free for you, but it is not free to do. So go ahead and click that subscribe button, and I thank you in advance. Um, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Go ahead and send in your email. Send in your question. Send in whatever you want to, right? Video, audio, typed out. But if you want an opportunity to be on talking with Topher, with me, Topher, you got to put in the email. You got to send it over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Um, and of course, if you want to follow me, I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go there, give a follow. I always appreciate everything all of you do for me. And I really do hope that everybody out there has an amazing Thursday. All right. And uh, be safe out there. Be kind to one another, all right? There's a lot of shit going on today. There's a lot of people freaking out, being angry, road rage incidents, people following people home, people just doing crazy shit today. So if there's one message I could get out to everybody right now, be mindful of what's going on, all right? Somebody makes you upset on the road, just ignore them, keep driving, keep Moving, same thing goes with anything today. Don't engage. These people are looking for conflict. They're looking for a fight. Don't let them make you their next victim, okay? Um, so, so just be kind to one another out there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later. we